0: Hey folks, in this interview, we're going to be talking about the secret world of corporate event photography. This is Twitter. Hey, welcome back to This Week in Photo. I'm your host, Frederick Van Johnson. Today I'm talking with Gustavo Fernandez. He is a corporate event photographer but he didn't start out that way. We're going to talk about his transition from the world of weddings into corporate events and how he's able to make that transition and also generate a reliable, sustainable, repeatable business. Gustavo, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? Thanks, Frederick. Uh, doing great. I yeah, appreciate uh, the time and uh, looking
1: forward to the interview.
0: Yeah, me too. You know, I, I love doing these kinds of interviews because the I, it turns out, the best interviews for me to do are the ones that I'm actually interested in. So if you, if, you go, if you go back into the history of TWiP, the best ones are the ones where I'm like, yeah, I want to know about that. I want to know. <laughs> What's so, he man, talking about? Yeah, well, it's the question. I ask questions that somebody legit would want to know versus just like, well, you know, if you were a tree, what would make you, you know, what kind of tree would you be? Um, but let's let's dive into it. So when you and I first met, you were crushing it as a wedding photographer. And you've always been sort of the you had that entrepreneur vein running through you and you applied that to your wedding photography business. And now you're doing it on corporate events. Talk about that world, the, the wedding photography world and why you sort of stepped away from it.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, I started back. Gosh, it's been almost 11, almost uh, over 11 years now. Wow, so a long wow. time I was looking at my notes. It's like, well, I met you at like 2009 I, uh, with Sarah France in either New York at PhotoPlus or WPPI. So I yeah.
0: Wow. One of those. You're so, aging me, man. You're aging me. <laughs> exactly.
1: But uh, no, you know, I, I, I came from a background in uh, pharmaceutical sales with Johnson and Johnson was having a great time you know, I was looking for something else to transition to. And the, I, you know, photography was my hobby. And, uh, you know, that's when kind of everything started to pop in social media and that world of wedding photography kind of looked really sexy and fun and all these communities. So, you know, that top 10 wedding photographers, uh, photography issue came out, gosh, I forget what the magazine was, but, uh, and Bambi Cantrell was listed on there and mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, who's, who's this lady? She lives in Pleasant Hill and that's, literally where I live. So I looked her up. She had a, a a workshop coming up with some random guy named, uh, Jerry Gionis. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Some Australian dude, no big deal. So yeah, I got to meet Bambi, got to eventually work with Bambi, got to, you know, grow with her, become her main second shooter, got to slowly grow my business as I left uh, the corporate world and, you know, spent, you know, many years doing that and just kind of building that, that, uh, Photography business. I mean, I started basically assisting everybody I can get my hands on. Yeah. So I would help, you know, all sorts of people from Kenny Cam to Roberta Valenzuela to Christine Bentley uh, to of course Bambi to Jim Garner. Actually, uh, love that guy. Um, so yeah, just helping out, being, you know, you know, helping other people out. I, I got to learn tons, and uh, you know, help me, you know, and build my wedding photography business.
0: mean, they, they say that's the best way to learn how to to. Operate in the wedding photography world is to work with somebody who's further down the road than you are, right? And and assist them, and then sort of eventually, excuse me, branch off on your own and do your own thing. So so let's talk about that branching off. So you know, it, it, you know, we won't make this too much about the origin of Gustavo, but you, so you branched off, started shooting on your own, you know, successfully. You were, you, whenever I saw your, your name and your brand in my head, at least it was always synonymous with somebody who understands marketing and business and how to work with clients and how to talk to clients versus someone who's just sort of figuring it out and copying other people and hoping it works for them. Is that, is that fair? Yeah,
1: I mean definitely I would I would say that, you know, coming from ten plus years in corporate, you know, yeah. and having a business background and an MBA, you know, I always that business is definitely one of my favorite topics and marketing and how, you know, how can you get that name out there and how do you make this a real business versus, you know, something that's that people are doing for fun. How do you support a family? How do you you know, how do you support yourself? Mm-hmm. So that's definitely always been uh, an interest to me and and uh yeah, and I think it's just key. It it's Key to work for other people, see how they're doing it, see how you like of what they're doing and not doing, and then you know kind of mold that into uh, a business that you like to do.
0: Yeah. So then let's let's switch gears and talk a little bit about the, the, the your transition from you know straight up wedding event photography into corporate events. why, why the change? Why not? I mean, if you you sound like you had a, a laundry list of contacts and and friends in the industry, why transition away from that into something that's relatively unknown?
1: sure i just i quickly noticed you know one of the first places i started looking for additional business was venues Mm -hmm. you know and why venues you know with with wedding planners for example which is kind of one of the sexy places that uh wedding photographers go to look for why because they you know everybody wants that high-end wedding everybody wants to have that pretty photos of of a bride that spent a lot of money and you know those perfect pictures of that you know wonderful venue so, you know, the, the thing that I quickly found out, you know, these wedding planners typically have maybe, maybe 12, maybe 20, 20 weddings at max, or maybe just even a handful. You know, there's a lot of wedding planners that are, you know, not necessarily full time. So what I quickly found out is, you know, they might hire you for one wedding, they, maybe they might hire you for two weddings. You know after putting in that significant work of networking with them for the you know a couple of years and Getting in front of them and just sharing you know images and all these these type of things you might get that one wedding And then you know, you're just not right the right fit for those. You're not gonna get those 12 weddings You're not gonna get those 20 weddings from that planner, you know, you might get one or two a year So then I turned you know, I turned around and went well gosh, you know venues if I can get on a preferred vendor list Venues like a hotel, for example, like the Fairmont Hotel, which is one of my favorite hotels here in San Francisco, you know, 365 days a year, they're having events. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how can I reach out to them? How can I connect with them and talk about other events outside of weddings? And what happened was it actually happened naturally. I didn't necessarily start talking to them about that. I, I basically was I started getting referred you know by the planners at the uh, venues so they're like oh we have a great photographer he's you know very polished you know you know will show up well dressed you know easy to get along with Mm -hmm. super fun you know some of those characteristics that you know i wanted to portray and was already portraying they saw that as a benefit for a corporate event why because a lot of times these days you'll see that you know the hipster photographer with the hat and the cut off jeans and the Mm. tattoos and Nothing against all that, but, you know, I I portray a different, you know, level of of person or business person, actually, where I'm showing up in a suit with no
0: tie, you know, Showing up well shaven,
1: which today, of course, not,
0: <laughs> not, not today. Well, I mean, you got to show up for the gig, right? I mean, if you, if you, you show up for like an Apple corporate event and exactly. it's a stockholders meeting or something, yeah. they don't want a rock star there. They want you to be, you want to blend in with the crowd and be the guy with the camera, right? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. I, it, one
1: of my favorite stories is I got a lot, uh, uh, many years ago, I got a call from, from Visa and they said, hey, we have an event tomorrow. We just found out our photographer has blue hair. Are you free? <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh my god, I'm glad somebody had blue hair. That's awesome. But you know, I had a great event, and it was a high end event and a super nice venue, super nice restaurant. Um, but you know, perfect example. I'll talk about it. My a job I just finished yesterday. It was an executive level job. There was top executives from Apple, from GM, from Aramark. There. It was only sixty five people. Uh, the planner that recommended me, she goes, Yeah, you know, I thought of you. It's like you're. The only person I can think of that's polished, always well-dressed, can speak to a CEO-level type, you know, person and, you know, and easy to work with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of things that are not too complicated, but unfortunately, you know, not many people kind of provide these days.
0: Yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I never thought about it from that perspective of... You know, because we talk about gear, we talk about, you know, developing your personal style, post-processing, all that stuff. But when you're doing these kinds of events, you know, I would argue even weddings, depending on the level of the wedding. Right. You you need to show up with your A game. Right. And it's not it's not about you. Like if you're like, okay, I'm going to build my personal brand and my personal brand is rock star, ripped up jeans, fedora, sunglasses, all this stuff. You could do that, but you're limiting yourself to people who want that kind of photographer,
1: right? A hundred percent, you know, and the clientele I want is I want NASDAQ, I want Bank of America, I want JP Morgan, you know, yeah. which are which are some of my clients. Yeah. And they call me because of that. You know, it's like you're super easy to, do, to work with You're, you know, you just you just handle it. You just take care. You know, that a lot of times people don't think about is like you, you're just one more phone call that that planner has to test to make. If they can just check that off the box and just move on and just like, keep it simple. It's like, they're happy. You know, they got bigger things to deal with, like, you know, staging or what the, you know, what this, what the seating charts and all these very complex thing versus just hiring a photographer that they can count on. That's going to show up on time. It's going to show up well dressed. It's not going to, you know, be a nuisance running around in front of the stage. Uh, type of person
0: well how do you let's let's talk a little bit about the the creative differences between the the two genres of photography wedding they're both event photography right but Mm -hmm. very different kinds of event photography weddings and and corporate events from a creative standpoint you know you like you said you've been around the block in the wedding world there's some really skilled people like bambi cantrell and jerry jonas and all these people that have the signature style of work you can almost tell their work when you see it uh is the same thing, Does he, do we see the same kind of artistic flavoring in the corporate event space?
1: Yes and no. I'll start with definitely the wedding photography. You know, starting in wedding photography is one of the best experiences I've ever had. And I, I would definitely suggest people to to try that. Mm-hmm. And as you know, you know, wedding photographers are pretty much the best photographers out there. Yeah. Why? Because we get thrown into every type of lighting situation and we just got to deliver on the fly and just yeah. make it happen and just move on. And you know take care of so many other you know things at once and it's just running and gunning and can you make this work? So with the corporate events, it's a little bit simpler, you know, you're you're getting you, you have lighting you have although, you know, it's It's just as challenging sometimes But I would definitely say it's a little bit simpler for a lot of the events that I do, you know, are highly uh, produced You know, they have you know, really nice stages they have really nice lighting companies. They have full-on production so You know the challenge is then how do you make it look interesting? How do you make it look different? How do you make it look like something you know that they can use online or they can use on their Twitter account? They can use on their social media, which is where my images are ending up uh, a lot of the times It's like they're gonna use it on social and whatnot. It's pretty exciting, you know, like being shared on JP Morgan's Twitter account, you know Jamie diamonds photos, you know that I just took an hour ago It's definitely pretty cool, but even being able to deliver that that's definitely you know a challenge because again constraint in time making sure that the ceo these very high net worth individuals are looking good and you're you're giving them something creative that the marketing team can uh share
0: is it does it feel a little bit like a like a uh like a cross between a wedding and a rock concert? <laughs> you know, because like shooting a concert or, you know, like some sort of musical event where, you know, there's a stage, there's a lighting crew and all that right. stuff. And you have to be the photographer to be able to capture that as they're doing lighting changes on stage. But then also move around and get, get the guests and do all that mm-hmm. stuff. Is, is it all that together?
1: You know, it, I mean, I, I'd say it's the same shot list if you think about it as a wedding, right? Like mm-hmm. how can you share, how can you show what happened that day? You know, how can you show that story of that event, you know, to that planner, to that, you know, event to say somebody else gets hired to run that event next year. Like, how can they look at those images and go, oh, wow, this is everything that they did at this event. So, so yeah, so it's definitely a challenge in that way, I would say is way more scripted. So that's the beauty of it. You know, there is a schedule, you know, that they're going to speak for an hour, you're not going to speak for 30 minutes, you know, there's going to be a break, you're going to do some candidates. So you're definitely a little bit more prepared and it's a little bit more, you know, relaxed per se it's, uh, you can go, you know, pretty heavy for the first, you know, 20 minutes. Or so. It's like, okay, I can relax now and start getting, you know, some of the creatives for the next 10 minutes because say it's a 30 minute, you know, talk and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah.
0: That's interesting. That's interesting. All right. Like here's, here's the, the big question before we move on to the next thing. Um, I want to talk about training and that kind of thing. Uh, but the money, Right. So in the in the wedding world, some of those names that you dropped before, they're they're making a big, big bucket of cash for each wedding that they do. And if they're doing, you know, just a couple a year, Mm -hmm. it's a lot, a lot of money. You know, how does the money situation or the mechanics differ for corporate events versus doing, let's call it medium to high end weddings?
1: Sure. Yeah, definitely. You know, one of the things that people they fall in love with that big number, you know, and, uh, and I'll throw like your average Very good San Francisco wedding photographer is probably charging about ten grand these days yeah. And of course that sounds very sexy and very high and wow, that's only one day of work. What people don't think about is Okay, it's a year to a year and a half relationship You know from the day that you book that client to the engagement session to then the back and forth to then you know all the communication to then You know the wedding day to then the editing to then meeting with the client to maybe deliver the oh to the album design to then maybe meeting the client to to deliver the album um and to you know any other things and divide that up by that ten thousand hour you know ten thousand dollars so you know on average you're spending 30 to 40 hours on that one client so it's not necessarily that's just for one day's of work i mean i still have clients from three four maybe even five years now That haven't done their albums. Oh Um, wow. Really? So that's one of the big challenges, you know, with the weddings is kind of like a very long term
0: relationship. Whereas that would drive my ADD crazy, man. Like literally (laughs) Oh my gosh. Don't get me started.
1: But you know, that that's a thing. And then with what you know, with weddings, it's it's definitely a significant, you know, challenge with communication and workflow and you know, how do you manage these thirty to forty to however many clients you might need to get every year? Uh, You know, how do you manage all these conversations? How do you stay on top of all that? So that's one of the biggest things that you know, people don't think about they see that sexy number, but they don't necessarily see what it all what What goes behind that? Yeah with with corporate, you know, it's Definitely a lot simpler. It's more transactional. It's like we need say three hours. We need eight hours of photography You know, how much is that and then when can you deliver that so? Yesterday I shot for actually this was not typical, but I shot for 12 hours. It was an 8 a.m. To, to 8 p.m. Actually, it probably started about 9 a.m., but I, you know, showed up at 8. And I'm gonna probably spend a few spend a few hours on editing, and I'll deliver that, and I'm done. I'm done until they hire me again. So wow. that's the beauty of corporate is, and I can also outsource that. A lot of times I'll edit that myself just because it's just way simpler. Um, I shoot everything in camera. You know, that's my goal is to make sure it looks 90, you know, 5% to 99% there. It's just a quick adjustment. So maybe the brightness, maybe the color balance, sync all that up and export. Um, so it's definitely a simpler and shorter backend process. But the beauty of it is that we haven't necessarily talked about is they fall in love with you and then they want you back.
0: Oh, the so, repeat business. Yeah. So, how, um, how does that work? So like once, once they love you, right. Uh, sure. I would imagine because I, you know, having you and I have both worked in corporate America, right. you know, once you find a, the widget that can do a certain thing to your expectations and within your budget, you tend to go right. back to that widget over and over right. again. Right. So that repeat business, how is that different? The, or the mechanics of the repeat business, there are different than the mechanics of the repeat business on the wedding side where they may call you back for, you know, for the daughter's wedding or, right. you know, the baby's first step or something like that. What, what's well, let me, let me let's back up.
1: What does it take to get that first wedding? Right. Yeah. So you got to have the pretty blog. Excuse me. The pretty website. Yeah. Got to have the great blog have the great social media, the Instagram, the Twitter, the whatever people are watching these days. Got to go out and network got to go out and take care of those planners got to go out and take care of those venues, got to take extra photos at every, you know, make sure that at, well, you, you got to take out the client, you know, of course, then when you do that wedding, you got to make sure you're taking photos of the caterer, the venue, the flowers, you know, you're, you're pretty much your planner or that, uh, or that venue is expecting photos from you also. So then you're having to take care of all those people to then, okay, then I got to deliver this, you know, This, uh, these photos to this client, then I got to make sure that the client's happy that day. Then I got to make sure that I deliver all the photos to the venue people. Then I got to deliver the album eventually. So it's just there is so much involved in just getting that one client and taking care of that one client as compared to that corporate client that I think that's where the beauty is with a corporate client. So, back to you know, your original question is like, okay, so how do you get that client? So, for me, I get most of my clients through word of mouth so i took i take care of my venues so i used to do weddings at those venues now i do pretty much all corporate events so they just refer me so every time i i get a job and it's a great client so for example uh, jp morgan how did i get jp morgan rosewood sandhill is a a very high-end hotel south of here in uh, menlo park and they referred me to jp morgan and jp morgan called me and it was a small executive uh, High level uh, it was the, it was the board. It was actually the board and the president having some meetings with some local people and I went and captured it You know Easy simple job uh, Really got along with the planner the planners like oh my god, you're wonderful. Uh, we have some events coming up We'll just call you when we're back in town And that's now turned into I shoot uh, jp morgan healthcare every year here in san francisco Which is you know the top healthcare conference out here that I shoot uh, their conference in uh, boston I shoot another conference at the ritz carlton Bay, and then there's something coming up now at Auberge. So for the last three years, she just calls and goes, hey, here are the dates. I don't even know what time we start. Like, usually I text her the day before. It's like, oh, hey, what time are we doing this again? You know, That's just so to cool. make sure I'm on time. <laughs> so, you know, you got to think about it from her perspective. It's like, oh, my gosh, he's going to do a great job. He's going to deliver. He's easy to work with. My staff loves him. You know, it's just a lot lot easier. And that's my goal with every client. I want to gain that trust and become that person that they don't want to think about any other photographer. They just want to think of, you know what? We'll just fly Gustavo to Boston. Yeah. Much easier than me have to deal with somebody new that doesn't know what's going on. That doesn't know how to work with my social media team and whatnot. So
0: take that risk. Right.
1: Exactly. So compare all those things you have to do to then get that one wedding client to then have to do that every year. Every year having to find 30 to 40 new, you know, wedding clients versus for me every year. I just want to maybe gain a handful of new clients that will use me five to 10 to 20 times. Um, So that's 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 my goal. So that's awesome.
0: Yeah. What? What? So, what, did the mon- what does the money look like? To the extent that you can share, you know, sure. what like the is it? Like you mentioned before it could be three hours, could be five hours, could be eight hours or ten or twelve right. hours. Is it an hourly thing or is it a is it a gig based thing? They just hire you at a certain amount and you stay there until it's over. How does that piece work?
1: Yeah. So I so typically for me it's just a, an hourly rate. So I just charge whatever you charge for. You know, whatever you feel comfortable charging for an hourly rate, whatever is going to you know support your work. But, uh, you know, I try to have like a couple hour minimum or a three hour minimum on the weekends and whatnot. And yeah, it's like, Hey, we need you for eight hours. Okay. You know, what's X times eight. And this is how much it is. Sometimes of course I'll discount it a little bit, depending if it's a little slower this month or not, like we all typically do. But, uh, but yeah, I just try to stick to my number and go from there. I, my number is a little bit higher than most people at, I, uh, are at. Um, but I try to keep it up there cause I want to do those higher level jobs. I want to do those you know, executive level events where they want that person that, you know, that is going to be that specialist that is going to be, you know, well-trained and well-versed and, uh, you know, be part of the team.
0: And is billing, is billing different on the the wedding side versus the corporate event side? Like, do you get, yeah, I know it's so depending on the photographer, obviously, but some photographers will charge 50% X number of months before the event. And then before they show up at the wedding, you got to have paid the right. difference. Right. Some allow that to go all, you know, after the event, right. how does, how does it work in the corporate world? Uh, it's pretty simple. I mean, there's no money up front. Uh, I just get paid
1: within 30 days after the event. Okay. Um, cool. some photographers like to get paid before. I mean, I, in my 11 years, I've never not gotten paid, you know, knock on wood here. Yeah. But it's just, you know, they're, they're corporations there. They're, they're going to pay you. They might be a little slower than normal, but that's the beauty of the recurring income. You're getting you know I am getting hired on constantly by certain people. So that money keeps kind of slowly flowing in. So that's the beauty of that. Like, it's not like, oh, my gosh, wedding season. And then what do I do now? Mm-hmm. For me, it's like I looked at my I, I did a report the other day in my in my QuickBooks and I go, oh, what's the slowest month that I have that I can maybe take some time off and maybe go to a beach or whatever? you know, for, for a month and, and just kind of regroup. And I was like, Oh wow, I don't have a slow month.
0: They were all pretty much just <laughs> what's, what's a month look like. What's a, is it, are you, are you running out there on a daily basis or is it every weekend? Is it every couple of days or what's the well, frequency no of the do Well, no weekends anymore,
1: which is a beautiful thing. Um, I mean, once in a while, of course, yeah I, yeah, I do, I do some social events, for example, like a 70th birthday party that I did one weekend, but it, it's, it's very, I had to, I had to re my friends. Because I was like, Hey guys, I have my weekends now. You know, can, you, can you please put me back on the invitation list uh, uh, so for, cool. for hanging out? But, um, it, you know, you never, every day is different. Uh, again, yesterday was a 12 a hour day today. I'm just catching up on work here in the office. Um, I had a, a meeting with actually a, a lunch meeting with an event planner and, um, but no, every day is different. And that's, you know, part of what I love. It's just the challenge of, 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 or not the challenges. It's just, it's just that. Every day is their friend, and it's just super fun. And I like to keep it keep it uh, fun and moving.
0: That is fantastic, man. All right, let, let's. I want to I want to put the landing gear down and and bring it in for a landing now. So, what people always want to know, you know, photographers, right? Sure. What is he shooting with? You know, it, is it the same gear that you shoot a wedding with? And do you need full frame? Are you going micro four thirds? Or are you flying drones around these events? What are you, What are yeah. you doing?
1: I, I, you know, everybody. I, I say it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. it really doesn't matter. Whatever you're comfortable with is the main thing. I I have these. I of course I shoot I shoot Canon. I'm looking at these mirrorless cameras and falling in love slowly but surely. Yeah. Um, I listened to your your interview with uh, with my good friend Robert Evans. I need to call him. It's been a long time since I caught up. It's like that those Sony's are looking looking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, partly for just you know you know smaller too. You know, easier to to get around and I can get a smaller bag, but. No, I shoot with a 5D uh, Mark III still. Uh, gosh, those guys have gone through probably several. They've probably gone through three sensors each. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're workhorses. It, it, I don't. I haven't bought any new stuff in probably. So you're three, you're
0: a real three. photographer then. So you're you know they're they're the photographers that are on the upgrade train. And like you know I know I've, I've only pressed the shutter on this camera 1,500 times, but now this new one's out. I need to go get that one. You're making your dogs work for their money, right? <laughs> And those are my favorite
1: people because I buy those cameras off of them on Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, i all my main lenses and one of my cameras I bought off Craigslist. It's like, wait a second. Why am I buying this new when there's plenty of people here in the Bay Area? And there's also a lot of tech people with money and they buy these cameras like, Oh my God, this is so big and heavy. and I, uh, I'm going to buy Leica instead, which I had one of those actually. Wow. And, uh, and yeah, so there's like no need, but, uh, but no, I, I, they're just work. You know, I'm, I actually have to send my stuff in today. I think, uh, yeah, I got to get him out today to CPS. Cause one of my lenses is acting up. I was like, oh my gosh, I should buy a new lens because again, it's, I looked at my Lightroom for this year. It was like, you know, 200,000 photos already. It's wow. like, okay, come on guys.
0: Oh, but, I love uh, that. It sounds like a dream that that genre sounds like a, you know, for people who like that, that sort of running around and, and and doing the events, but without, like you mentioned, all that overhead of, you know, brides, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. The, the meetings and the questions and the sure. follow up and then the, the lack of follow through on getting sure. the albums yeah. and hunting down your money, all that stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a very emotional time, too. Yeah. You know, it's yep. there.
1: You can't a very mess up. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Can't mess up. And, yeah and uh yeah so that's tough you know i just love that that transactional sounds like a terrible word but it's just it's just a lot simpler you know Mm -hmm. that this job that i booked yesterday took uh 10 minutes to book you know like i will i mean it took an hour actually because i was referred by the, uh, the the catering company that was hired to you know to run this event And then she referred me to the, you know, the catering manager that was going to actually run the event. And then she's like she called me and we talked on phones like, oh, cool. You know what? Let me you're the perfect fit. You know, I've met you before at many of the network events. And, you know, that's the other thing you got to get out there. But uh, and then she's like, I'm going to connect you right now. So I emailed the client back and go, hey, I'm here in the office. If you'd like to chat, you know, this lady's an old school lady. She's been around, you know, for a long time. And once you get up to these higher level events, you are going to see these seasoned people. Mm-hmm. that have experienced with, you know, have experienced it all. So if with a quick, quick phone call, they, they know, am I talking to a professional? Am I not? And is this person, you know, going to be the right fit for me? Yeah. So, you know, it, and there's like, Oh, you know, it sounds great. You know, 10, not even a 10 minute talk, maybe five minutes, like send me the contract. I'll send it to their legal and we're good to go. And I was like,
0: <laughs> you I know. love that, man. Well, congratulations on this. Yeah. This is, this is fantastic. So then that the, the, you know, the last sort of topic I want to broach with you is, so you've cracked this nut. You mentioned that there aren't many people in, you know, that are doing this. So, and you mentioned, you kind of hinted at before that you're going to start training people or, or, you know, planting a flag and the, you know, positioning yourself as the expert in this space, which you sounds like you already are. How's that going to work for you? What's it, what does that look like?
1: No, I mean, I just want to get out there and talk about it. You know, I'm definitely planting the flag because it's a great business. It's a, it's a, you know, it's, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's just a very good business, solid money, you know, not that crazy stress of the weddings you have your week, you know, your weekends are mostly free. Um, It's just, I think another opportunity in the world, you know, that, that people don't talk about very often at our like big conferences, you know? I submitted to speak at WPPI, so we'll hear next week. So see what happens. But uh, you know, you just don't hear. You only hear about some some of those sexy, you know, jobs like photographing models or photographing these destination weddings in Italy and whatnot. So yeah. you know, what what are the I one of the favorite business people that I love, are the people that I've never heard of, and I don't need to know about, or don't even barely know about, but or nobody knows about. But they have families. They have, you know, they have va- they do vacations, and they have a profitable photography business. Like one of my great friends, Jim Fidelibus, in Walnut Creek. He's got an amazing family, an amazing home. His two kids are out of college already. He's got all the toys. You know, we we go whitewater rafting once in a while. He's got the RV. And, you know, he's got the studio downtown. You know, it's like I love this type of people. It's like they're just out there. They're being a working photographer yeah. and. And there's, I think, you know, there, there needs to be more of those doing the stuff that, that we do. He does do a lot of weddings though. He just did, he does over, he's done over a thousand weddings Wow. uh, because he hashtags the number and he's like, Oh, here's the photo from the parent's wedding. And now I'm doing the kid's wedding. So more power to him. I'm past that. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I just want to, you know, get the word out there that this is a great business. It's, it's, you know, great clients. If you can get some of these great corporations and, yeah. And it's just that, that beauty of that recurrent income. I mean, you know, there's JP Morgan, there's NASDAQ. I'm shooting there two, three times a month. You know, the, their local office here, they do a ton of events. So it's just becoming that go-to person and being able to, you know, maybe get two to three handful of clients. And that's, that's all you need. And that's all you need to do. That's brilliant. so.
0: Yeah, that's brilliant. That's inspirational, man. That is that is really cool. So, if people, if people want to dive in and and look at some of the, the work that you've done, or if someone's watching this and they want to hire you for one of their events, what's what's sort of the the, the back cave for Gustavo? So you mean like how do they find me? Basically? Yeah, how do they find you? Like, where's your website? Where's the the blog? Is it social? Right. I know a lot of photographers are using just Instagram. You know, yeah. these days. What what's what's the way that people get to you?
1: Well, that's a funny conversation. I mean, for photographers to get to me, you know, it's just my website, gustavofernandez.com. But, you know, the, the thing that I was thinking about in the background is I barely have a website. It's a template. It's crappy. It's maybe has 10 or 20 photos and, you know, and some headshots. And I just slapped it up there. Uh, you know, that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. Like when I mentioned before, like, you know, the wedding photographers, the blog, the pretty site, the the sexy looking design, the sexy looking logo and this and that, mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's more of a, a, a uh, is it place saver? What's the right word? Um, a placeholder place- yeah. placeholder. Excuse me. Thank yep. you. It's more of a placeholder. It's like, oh, here's me Here's photos of Joe Biden and JP Morgan. Here's photos of this other celebrity at this event Here's other photos of these corp- very corporate looking things. Here's some Here's Chevron in the background There's Nasdaq and for my client in my mind, they just go there and go they click two or three times. Oh, duh He's worked for these people next, you know, move on we can mm-hmm. hire him, you know, they trust him We can trust him So the same thing with my website, I don't have a blog or I don't have, and then my Instagram, I barely Instagram. Um, Luckily I've actually done it twice in the last two weeks, but that was like three months past too. So, so that's the thing for me, me. (laughs) for me, my clients, my clients are not necessarily, they're not shopping around for wedding vendors They're not spending days on Instagram looking for that perfect wedding photographer. That's going to have their gorgeous, sexy look that they're looking for. You know, for me, it's like, Does this person present professionally? Does he have the quality of work that we need? And if we call him and email him, will he respond and pick up the phone in a timely manner? Mm -hmm. You know, know, this is one of the things that I talk about a lot is going back to the basics. You know, it's like people don't respond, you know, within the hour, they don't pick up the phone anymore, unfortunately, because of our large spam calls. I was just walking back from uh, my lunch with my friend, uh, the event planner, and she goes, oh, you picked up that call. I was like, I pick up every call. And it was a robo call. And mm-hmm. I was like, you just never know when there might be forty, fifty thousand dollars 50000 behind that call. Right. And that happened to me two years ago with Forbes magazine called me. And who are the people that love to pick up the phone and call? You know, those senior event planners, those very experienced people that come from an era where they used to, they, they call people. So they want to hear the people on the phone. They want to hear if I can trust this person. They want to make sure that that person's going to deliver for me. So I pick up every robocall or every call that comes to my phone, and of course I'm always responding, you know, as fast as I can on email, because um, you, it's, you know, they're just going to keep calling the next person or emailing the next person. So. Yeah,
0: dialing for dollars. Yeah, down down the list. But if 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 someone's watching this and they're like, you know, this is great. This is I'm really intrigued. I want to I want to dive in deeper and, and maybe try this in my local area. Sure. Um, one of the things that I'm hearing is like you have a you have your placeholder site with. Joe Biden and, and big name companies, Fortune 100 companies, Fortune 10 companies on there. Right. Um, how do they do it? Right. So, you know, in the wedding photography world, is it OK shadow somebody, second shoot or offer your services mm-hmm. for free and build up your your wedding just to show that you have the chops to shoot a wedding? And then, you know, you sort of go from there. How does that piece work in corporate events? Sure. I mean,
1: they're probably already shooting weddings. They're already working with venues. So. Uh, typically, there's a different planner for corporate events, so I would ask for that introduction. You know, if you're already shooting weddings, like, hey, can I talk to the person who runs the corporate events? They're typically somebody totally different in a totally different department. So that's an easy in, because you've already worked there, you're vouched for, they, you're, you're already part of sort of the crew there. You know, they can introduce you there. If if you're not if you're starting kind of from scratch, you know, some of the simple things I mean, I'm a member of my local Chamber of Commerce. Mm -hmm. I'm a member of SF travel, uh, which is our our local San Francisco Visitors and Conventions Bureau Um, I'm a member of like uh, AMA the American Marketing Association. There's like a few, you know There's a lot of things, but you know Basically, you can start with a chamber and start with your Visitors and Conventions Bureau and your venues I mean, I think your venues are just going to be the key the key place. Um, corporate event planners are, 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 a big, uh, a big contact for, you know, connecting with these large corporations because they're the ones that say Coca-Cola from Atlanta wants to come to San Francisco and bring their sales team uh, for their incentive trip. First thing they do is they call a DMC. What's a DMC? A DMC is a destination management company. Hmm. What is that? That's a, basically it's a corporate event planner. Mm-hmm. So they go, Hey, we got a hundred people. We need five days at hotels. We want to do two, three days in wine country. We want to do other exciting things. Can you put a proposal together for us? And we'd like all that photographed. So if you're out there networking and, you know, going to those chamber of commerce act and going to actually, and I totally forgot. You also have, uh, MPI meeting professionals, international. You also have ILEA international. Oh, I can send you the link. Um, yeah, send me all these links. If you wouldn't mind, yeah, I'll put them in the, so, in the post. Uh, uh, so there's there's actually those two are the main ones. Ilea and MPI are the two kind of meeting professional meeting professionals. So all the event, corporate event planners, all the actually a lot of wet, wedding planners go to all the venue people. That's where they all network, oh. and that's where they all meet that lighting guy. They all meet that you know photo booth person. They all meet that florist. You know that's where they all come together every month. There's always a talk. And whatnot, or there might be just a regular networking Oh, happy they meet monthly.
0: After. Oh, wow. oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So
1: very active, you know, getting involved with those groups, like trying to get on the board or just being a part of the committees. That's where you get to get really connect with these people, learn about their businesses, learn about their needs, help them out with some photos, which is, you know, everybody always needs photography. So, I mean, you know, over the years I've done tons of, you know, free like, hey, you guys need some headshots for your team. Do you need some nice photos of your flowers? Just let me know you know, and just being a resource and, and taking care of those other vendors.
0: Yeah, that, that is fantastic, man. So what, what is what is the next step look like for your business? I mean, is it is it evolving into taking on more of organizing and planning events and, and, and photography then becomes a component of it? Or are you going to go full on and, you know, do that one thing, photography mm-hmm. and, and focus and, and just get keep getting awesome and bigger and bigger and more clients at that?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just focusing on getting a few more of those keystone clients, Yeah, you know, like, okay, I have JP Morgan, I have NASDAQ, I have Wells Fargo. Like what, how can I get two or three more of those keystone clients where they're bringing me, you know, X amount of dollars a year. So that's kind of my next goal is just try to find a few of those. I mean, I met, I met somebody at the, uh, uh the recent chamber of commerce meeting that could pretty much change my life. He goes, "Oh, the re- the photographer that does all our headshots for, you know, X ex- insurance company nationwide, they their team just broke up and we're currently looking." And I'm like, "Uh, excuse me?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, your your, one... your
0: pupils turned into
1: dollar signs at that moment. <laughs> it, exactly. It's like, "Wait, I can just retire, you know, or that could be my one client, right? It could be." And then, so I ideally I'd like to find a a handful of those clients like that where I can you know, be that, be that company that they call on. Um, of course, you know, I do have a few people that I outsource and train and, uh, you know, they they, they shoot some of those events for me. So as I build more of that presence and get more and more work, you know, building that team under me and just making sure that I take up, take care of my top clients. And then when that smaller event, say like an, a, a, a university alumni reunion, which I get a lot of those two, three hour simple events, you know, I can outsource that to my team and just continuing to, you know, be able to biz, do the business development to find those key clients.
0: Yeah, you you sound like you really love what you're doing, man. Is that, am I am I reading it wrong or do you really love this stuff?
1: Of course. No, it's it's a blast. You know, it's it's super exciting. Every day is new and different and heck, I even get to learn a lot of stuff because yeah. when you're in these high-level events and they're they're talking about things that there's not even out there in the public. It's it's super cool. Yeah. I mean, yesterday I had, you know, this company The people from Apple talking about how things are changing and how you know all these statistics about certain things that they talked about and I'm like, okay, this is pretty awesome. So
0: so yeah. (laughs) That's cool. That's cool. uh, Being being the fly on the wall, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Exactly. I'm sure you, as a photographer, as part of the contract, have to sign an NDA or something. Yes. Yes. A lot of times, but you know, funny enough, a lot of times they don't.
1: You know, they they just trust me to you know make sure that uh, you're good, but. You know, for me, the the beauty of it is uh, people say it's like, oh, wow, pharmaceutical sales corporate, that's so different. Now you're a photographer. It's like, no, at the end of the day, it's all about people. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's what I love. I love interacting. I love connecting. I love, you know, just having a good time. So uh, people
0: doing different things. Here's a here's a final question, though. So put you on the hot seat. uh What is uh, what's one of the more embarrassing moments? Uh, that you've had in in any of your events or or your travels, etc.
1: Gosh, embarrassing moments, yeah. Or have there been any? I you know I don't necessarily think. I, I mean, other than the other day, like the pants ripped, and I'm like, really? I just started this event. <laughs> like, what am I going to do? Luckily, I'm wearing dark underwear. I was going to um, say,
0: did you that, did you have bright yellow
1: underwear on or something? <laughs> no, no, no. So I, I was able to survive that. But that's the only one. That's the only one that comes to mind. You know, one of the key things that, you know, you think about is, is backup, you know, that, cause that, I, yeah, it's, it's one of the things people don't talk about enough, but you know, yesterday my 24 to 70 was acting up and it kept shutting down on me and I was able to work through it. But you know, I have two cameras, several lenses, and there's this, unfortunately, a lot of these newer photographers are not prepared for something that might happen. And that might be an embarrassing thing. And they'll, that client will never call them back again. So yeah. You know being prepared is just super key. Therefore, you know, that saved me for any embarrassing moments Mm -hmm. I mean a lot of times I just have that camera sit that other camera sitting there And it's happened at least two or three times where the camera locks up and go. Oh, you know what? Let me run over there two seconds later. I'm back on track and here we go. So being prepared has definitely, you know I haven't haven't had to have those embarrassing moments or anything going wrong.
0: That's good, man. Awesome. Gustavo Fernandez, man, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. I'm excited. Uh, I kind of want to start doing events in Sacramento or something. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's nice know? and warm over there. Why not? That's, yeah, that's, that's a good town. Yeah, because I'm—I I don't have a huge affinity for weddings, um, but I like—I like people, and I like you know, obviously photography. Sure. Um, it sounds like a happy medium, right in the middle there, with some sustainable, reoccurring income.
1: A hundred percent.
0: Yeah, love it. So I will be reaching out to you. Just say, so <laughs> so, <you know>, <laughs> I'll, I'll, we'll do a consultation session and I'll buy you a fancy lunch in San Francisco or something. Of
1: course, of thanks. course, anytime. And thanks again, Frederick, for your time. I really appreciate it. And it's been great uh, knowing you for many years and our conversations over the years. So appreciate yep. it.
0: You're welcome, man. Anytime, anytime. You're always welcome on This Week in Photo. All
1: right. Thanks, brother.
0: All right. See you later, man. Bye. This is TWIT.